So we've done some independent analysis, um, and we've actually shown up to a 30% reduction in time spent in capturing the user's design ideas and you know, design intent with the, the new sketching tool versus some of our leading competitor sketchers in the market. Welcome to season two of Next Generation Design. I'm your host, Jennifer Piper. This season, we'll be talking directly to customers who are using our software, learning more about the innovative applications for product design straight from the companies who use it. My guests today are Jeff Chagonet and Mike Yoder from the product engineering team on NX Design Software. Mike, can you tell us about your role here at Siemens? I've been with Siemens for 23 years now in several different roles. I started out in our services organization, supporting one of our large automotive OEMs. And then I did uh, some work with our migration group, uh, migrating customers from other CAD systems to NX. And I've been in NX product management for the last uh, three or four years as the modeling and sketch product manager. And Jeff, tell us about yourself. I've been with Siemens for uh, just about three years now as both an intern and now full-time on the NX design team as a product manager uh, for our small and medium businesses. And uh, my background before that, you know, a recent graduate uh, from the University of Cincinnati uh, with a mechanical engineering degree. It's great to have you both with us today. I'd like to start off by talking about the importance of Sketch within the design process. Mike, can you start things off? Sure. You know, one thing to remember about sketching is it's very visual. So visual thinking goes back to really the first engineers that, you know, were on the in the world. It's really the basis for uh, the creative process and how we drive our downstream feature creation inside of NX. It's how engineers solve design problems. And, it, you know, it's really instinctive throughout history. You just reach for a pencil and paper or stone and chisel if that's what you needed long time ago to uh, create your sketch. And we see sketches from the great engineers throughout history trying to convey their designs, people such as Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci. As we get up to modern times, you know, engineering design, CAD came around in the early 1980s. So with that, you know, it was the advent of a non-parametric sketcher. And then a few years later in the mid 80s came the parametric sketcher. And so really sketching has not changed since the mid 80s. Um, you know, we've seen some minor improvements over the years and stuff, but it's basically remained the same. Jeff, what are your thoughts on the importance of sketch? You know, sketching uh, is really, you know, it's involved in a lot of different foundational stages of the engineering process. Um, as Mike said, you know, it's been, you know, an ongoing process throughout history. You know, people need to find concept solutions, you know, analyze and evaluate the possibilities. And you also obviously want to communicate your design intent. You know, sketch is extremely crucial to the design process. And, and now that we have CAD, you know, we also know that there are a lot of feature types that are built off of sketches, you know, like your extrusions and your sweeps and other kinds of features. And then those have typically more features branching off of them as well, right? Um, so in many cases, it really isn't even possible now, um, you know, to perform the engineering design process uh, in CAD uh, without sketching, right? It's, it's really a foundational element. And sketches also contain a lot of the intellectual property in, in your part files as well, which just, you know, further highlights that importance of their value um, to the overall engineering design process. Let's talk about how sketching is performed and how that's changed over the years. 
Jeff, can you give us some historical background on the process? Yeah, so you know, when we talk about sketching and engineering CAD today, I mean, we're overwhelmingly talking about parametric sketching, which involves you know, making a, a 2D sketch and then you know interact with that you know integrating in um, you know constraints geometric constraints and dimensions really is the basis for your parametric 3D model which means that you know the model's built piece by piece essentially with um, you know a full feature history so you can really easily make edits uh, to one feature and that'll subsequently update the rest of the model as well but as mike mentioned earlier um, sketch wasn't always parametric though you know up until the mid 1980s uh, non-parametric sketching was you know, that was just how everyone did things. That was the only way, really. And what that really meant, you know, non-parametric sketching, is that geometry couldn't, you know, could be modified, but the sketches didn't have you know, the, dimension, the dimensions and the geometric relations to allow the update um, to affect other design elements. You know, so the curves were basically non-associative in these early sketches, um, you know, non-parametric, uh, you know, sketches here. And when did that change start to take place in the industry? The shift from non-parametric sketching to parametric sketching began in the mid-1980s when we saw the first commercially successful software uh, with a parametric sketching tool you know, really kind of take off. And now, of course, you know, for anyone who's um, you know, done sketching before in CAD, you know that you know, parametric sketching it dominates the CAD landscape now, really. You know, and as we also mentioned, you know, this was a, you know, an evolutionary change for CAD back in the 1980s. But since then, we really haven't seen too much you know, evolution with regard to sketching, right? There have been some small changes across the industry with some minor enhancements over the past few decades. But by and large, it's fairly similar to what we saw back in the 1980s. And really, you know, due to that kind of stagnation, you could say, over the past few decades, we've identified some issues that we felt we could do better on, you know, as an entire industry, right? And so we've really sort of tried to envision the new evolution, the next evolution for sketching, um, of course, in Siemens NX now, that totally really shakes up parametric sketching to be more efficient and to be more user-friendly than ever before. With the advent of uh, sketching in the 80s, and Jeff kind of alluded to this, it, it started out with adding dimensions to curves and also geometric constraints. Between these two, this is what was used to convey the message of what the sketch was intended to do, and then also uh, bake in the user's design intent. Uh, I think you'll see as we continue with our discussion today, some of the uh, leaps in technology that, that we've added to sketching to remove the need to continuously dimension or auto dimension or place geometric constraints on the geometry and thereby adding, you know, a little bit of artificial intelligence into the sketch and also removing some of the burden of doing those, you know, quote unquote, normal sketching things that users have been doing for the last 30 or 40 years. From such rudimentary beginnings, I'm sure designers were thrilled to see such user-friendly software enter the market. How did NX change things across the industry? There's really two things that we did. And I'll talk about the first one and I'll let Jeff discuss the second one. The first one is the creation of a new sketch solver. Traditionally, sketch solvers, as I mentioned just a minute ago, have been based on geometric constraints and dimensions. So the solver looks at the conditions set up by the user with the constraints and dimensions and then evaluates those and moves the curves or holds the curves in place uh, based on these conditions. What we've done is remove the burden of constraining from the customer's workflow by creating a solver which automatically finds the relationships between the curves. Uh, these relationships are 
the same things that engineers have been concerned with over the years, such as um, you know horizontal, vertical lines, concentric circles, uh, tangency between arcs and curves or circles and curves, um, symmetry. So all these things now we've baked into this to the solver, and the solver does the work for the user. As the user draws the curves, the solver finds the relationships. After the curves are drawn, if the user chooses to drag curves, the solver again goes into action, finds the curve or finds the relationships on the neighboring curves around the, the ones they choose to edit. And with dimensioning, instead of quote unquote fully constraining the sketch as what we used to do between dimensions and constraints. Now we're simply intent with placing dimensions on the, the curves and allowing the dimensions only to define the design intent while the solver takes care of all the geometric relationships. So ultimately, this really simplifies the user experience. It becomes much easier for the user to convey their message without having to think about all these extraneous things that really you wouldn't do if you were sketching on, you know, with paper and pencil. Uh, if you draw something on paper and pencil, all the geometric relationships between the objects are basically implied by the sketch itself, and you don't have to add that in. So that's where we, we really want to go with the new sketcher, and we think we've done a pretty good job of it. You know, at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about how engineering sketches used to be done on, on pencil and paper for centuries, right? You know, before we started using computers and, and obviously using you know, engineering CAD. But now with the new sketcher, and as Mike was talking about there, you were, we're really conveying that paper and pencil aspect now more accurately than ever before with the new NX sketch tool. You know, and just a couple other points there, you know, is everyone who's used parametric, you know, sketchers before knows, you know, is the complexity of your sketch increases, you're often going to find yourself, you know, sort of fighting with the sketcher. The bigger the sketch, the greater the chance for encountering some friction points with those over-constrained conditions and, you know, having to fight with, with constraints like Mike was talking about before. How did you know that this was a pain point you wanted to solve for designers? We found that, you know, the typical sketch user spends, you know, a very significant amount of their time in the sketcher editing, just trying to understand what the problem is and resolve it. And oftentimes it can just culminate in the user just blowing away whatever they had in some area, you know, completely deleting, you know, some geometry, some dimensions, and just trying to start over because they can't quite, you know, figure out what the issue is fast enough. So really, you know, no, no matter what, you know, whether it's a small portion of the sketch or a large portion of your sketch that you decide to, you know, redo, that's super unfortunate, right? You know, we don't want you to have to do that. Um, we knew there had to be a better way because it's just the amount of time and effort that's, um, you know, being consumed there is far from ideal. You know, it's not the user's you know, fault here that they can't make the change that they want. It's because the, you know, the sketchers in the past were just too restrictive. And so that's why you know, some of the enhancements Mike was just talking about there really are helping us kind of you know, pave a path forward for a better way to do things. How much time does someone need to spend getting comfortable with the software? We believe it's really easy to use. It takes a few minutes of training, reading a little bit about the online help documents and maybe watching the included videos to grasp the new concepts. But once the new concepts are grasped, it's very easy to learn. And we found that uh, customers have taken to it very quickly. Uh, we did, I think, seven or eight customer events over the last three years before we released a sketcher, getting customer feedback, getting input on what they liked and didn't like. Can you talk about something you learned from customers about usability that fed into the software design process? One example of usability is dimensioning. 
previously we had several dimension icons and you had to go pick the the icon that you wanted to dimension so if it was a diametral dimension you had to pick the diameter dimension icon you know linear linear dimension icons things like that so what we've done is we've removed all the dimensioning icons and just made dimensioning creation uh, in the graphics window by picking a curve. So once you pick a curve, NX previews the dimension to, for you. And if you want that dimension, you just simply select it and it puts you into edit mode immediately. Whereas uh, at that point, you can create an expression or just keep it as a normal driving dimension. You mentioned earlier how constraints are typically imposed with traditional software. How have you relieved that burden on the user? We've removed a clutter of constraints. Um, some of the competing CAD systems out there, sketching gets quite overwhelming very quickly with the number of constraints shown. So we think this is a much cleaner presentation and is, you know, a, an output of the new solver that we have. The other thing that we have are uh, what we call make commands, and those are also in the scene bar, and those drive an object action or action object workflow paradigm. And what these are is they force con geometric conditions. So maybe the, f the solver didn't find something the way you wanted it to. You can uh, override what the solver finds and force the solver to honor a condition for you. Now, these are not constraints. They're just, um, as I mentioned, force conditions that the solver will honor. What role does artificial intelligence play in this new software? It's not artificial intelligence in the sense of machine learning, but it's the predictability of how your geometry is gonna behave when you drag. With the solver finding the relationships for you, it is interpreting uh, what you want to do by what you select. And it's uh, showing you the uh, abilities you have in the directions, if you will, that you can drag geometry. What value does this provide for the user? What we've really done here is offered a lot of you know, flexibility in concept design sketching, right? You know, we've, we've enabled a number of different workflows now, and I'll, I'll talk a little bit in detail about those in a second, but things like making it easier to work with imported data, but also now having rapid design iteration on even your legacy sketches to really improve productivity. But how much productivity, right? Can you talk more about how the software is increasing productivity for users? So we've done some independent analysis, um, and we've actually shown up to a 30% reduction in time spent in capturing the user's design ideas and you know design intent with the, the new sketching tool versus some of our leading competitor sketchers in the market. And one workflow in particular that we saw very significant productivity gains, uh, as I mentioned, was editing imported sketch curves. Our independent analysis showed up to a 60% productivity gain there versus competitor CAD software. That's really impressive, and it clearly demonstrates how the software has tapped into something that users were in need of. What do you attribute that 60% increase in productivity to, specifically? The reason for that really it comes back to the new sketch solver that Mike's um, you know, talked about a bit already. But now when we import sketch curves from other sources, well, I should say previously, when you imported sketch curves from other sources, they don't usually contain any information on you know the geometric relations, right? They're, they're unparameterized curves when you bring them in because there's really little to virtually no information that's going to help to maintain the original design intent from before the import. But that's not the case anymore with the new sketcher because no matter where the data is coming from, the sketch solver is going to automatically find 
geometric relations on those curves once you import them, right? So when you import them and then go to make an edit, the solver is going to go out and immediately be able to recognize, you know, hey, that curve's horizontal or that curve is vertical. Those lines are parallel. Those radii are the same. There's symmetry maintained across, you know, an axis, for instance. So the user doesn't have to reapply those geometric constraints after the import. You know, our solver is doing the work for you, you know, instantly pretty much. So you can just really quickly make edits to your imported geometry and it still retains that original design intent as well. So that's really why we see that 60% productivity gain for that specific workflow. And as I mentioned, we saw generally about a 30%, up to about a 30% reduction in time spent capturing your, your design intent. I think that kind of speaks for itself. There's other sketch software out there on the market. So let's talk about what differentiates the NX sketch technology from the competition. First of all, like we mentioned, the new solver is probably the biggest differentiator. The ability to predict what the user is going to move, uh, predict the relationships that the user wants to honor, that's the biggest differentiator. Again, because that's removing the burden of you know doing the constraining on the user and also, also allowing the user to design sketches in ways that weren't possible before. We have new functionality inside the sketcher that really hasn't been seen in other sketchers up to this point, such as uh, rotate and drag and copy, the continuous update if uh, curves are fully constrained or not uh, based on the dimensions. This is a huge productivity gain. Previously and in other CAD systems, a user may have had to exit the sketch to get this information. Now that information is presented in real time as the user does his workflow. Just one other thing to mention as well, you know, more on like the sort of the UI side of things, what we've done. You know, Mike talked about a couple examples a little bit earlier um, about how we've made dimension creation, you know, easier. Now you don't need to go use a command to start creating dimensions. Really, that's sort of a, a I guess you could say sort of a theme that we've you know done throughout the entire sketcher is really, you know, the user interaction now with the sketch geometry itself. You know, users now have the ability to do virtually every major operation within the sketcher, just in the graphics window alone. You know, you don't need to travel up to the ribbon to activate commands. You don't need to dig under menus to find important tools. Really, it's all right out there, you know, you know, at your fingertips. So we've made things much easier now, even from like a mouse travel and productivity perspective there that I don't believe you'd find in, in any other, um, you know, CAD software as well. Who else benefits from the implementation of this software? The productivity improvements aren't just confined to the new sketch environment. Every operation inside of NX that uses sketching downstream takes advantage of the new sketcher. Jeff mentioned the editing cross-sections or editing imported 2D geometry uh, that, that has no intelligence behind it. The new solver adds the intelligence as you edit it. And then, of course, the NX uh, layout package is driven by the sketcher. So we have all the functionality available in layout, and you can see some uh, pretty big productivity gains doing large layouts. Um, we have quite a few videos on YouTube and PLM channel online that uh, users can check this out. And then also the sheet metal package is driven by the sketcher. So, you know, you draw your panels and your bends and things like that, and and execute sheet metal commands on it. So really, not only is it just the sketching environment, so it's all the applications downstream in NX to take advantage of the sketcher also. I know there have been some recent innovations to the user interface. What will users notice with this new release? 
So there are a few changes that people are going to notice right away when you activate the new sketching tool. We now support shaded regions for enclosed profiles in your sketch. Um, so now it's really easy to tell if you've got a closed profile or if maybe you have a couple of curves that you know just aren't quite you know endpoint connected yet. So it can really speed up troubleshooting when you you know that that can be an issue sometimes um, you know in, in curve creation. And we also have a, a new mode now that you can toggle on and off. It's called show movable curves. And that causes curves with um, any degrees of freedom for motion to show up as one color. And then your fully defined curves show up um, in a different color. So it's really easy to tell, you know, hey, maybe I need to add a couple more dimensions if I want to make sure that, you know, these curves don't move. You know, and we've also added uh, infinite uh, horizontal and vertical axis lines that go through the origin point. And you can use those as input for, you know, dimensions or for relations or snapping, you know, really full functionality and, and you know, symmetry as well. So it's super, super, uh, you know, nice enhancement we've made there that, um, you know, I, I certainly take advantage of all the time. Mike spoke earlier about dimension creation. How has that functionality been improved? With dimension creation, as Mike mentioned now, you know, you can just do dimension creation, you know, directly, um, you know, in the scene without needing any command. And when we edit them as well, we now have not just typing in a new value to edit them, but there also are arrowheads at the end of each dimension that you can use, uh, just click and drag uh, for directional dimension editing as well. So if you, you know, specifically want one side of your dimension to move in a specific way, it's now really easy to do that. And you can even just do it with a drag if you want. And you can also control that edit even more precisely than before because you can um, interact with some relations there if you want certain relationships either to be maintained or not to be maintained as part of the dimension edit. Um, and you can even move some curves as well um, along with the dimension change that you're making. And a couple other things that we've done also, feedback from our 1926 beta test, uh, users requested an easier way to create expressions. Uh, some users use expressions quite heavily and others don't rely on them at all in a sketcher. The ones that use it quite heavily wanted an easier method than what we provided, which was using the right mouse button on already created dimensions. So what we did was, uh, you know, we kind of went back to the drawing board and thought about how we could make it easier. So we took the number one request from our 1926 beta and turned that into an enhancement. So now when editing a dimension, as soon as you create it, if you type in the equal sign, you're automatically entering an expression. Or if you type in something like, say, 5 plus 10, and you don't have the equal sign, an X will prompt the user to create an expression. You know, they can answer yes or no. We've also added uh, tooltips throughout the entire sketcher. Uh, we spent quite a bit of time trying to word the tooltips to give the users, you know, the most benefit we could and, you know, just a phrase or a short sentence. So if you hover over top of any of the commands in the sketcher, you'll get a, uh, you know, a short sentence that explains what the command does. Uh, we have first-time user videos learning the new sketcher, and these are in the browser navigator on the left-hand side when you start up NX if you're running with the default user interface. And also we've enhanced our, what we call it first assist protocol for learning. And that is if you press F1 while in a command, while you're in the sketcher, it will bring up additional uh, tool tips, movies, and maybe links to like YouTube or something to go out and you know, learn a little bit more about the command you're using if you're not getting the exact functions that you want. Uh, Jeff mentioned, also mentioned the horizontal and vertical axis. With the advent of putting those in there, we now have symmetry finding about those axes. 
So the solver is always looking for symmetry if you're creating mirror geometry on each sides of the axis. Which industries find the most benefit from this technology? Go to market with eight industries. I would say that each industry is going to support or uh, be able to take advantage of this new sketcher. Uh, sketching really is universal for feature creation and for conveying design intent across every industry. So, you know, be it uh, consumer products, shipbuilding, automotive, or even machinery, um, sketches are really the the foundation of a good parametric model. So we believe that this uh, you know, new environment is gonna have quite an impact on each of the industries. Is there anything else you'd like to add about the new sketch technology? I think uh, one neat thing that we didn't cover uh, is what we call shake and break. It's a catchy little term. And typically with sketchers, it's not assumed that the endpoints of lines are gonna be connected. This was true in the uh, the old legacy sketcher inside of NX. Well, with this sketcher, it's it's the opposite. We assume that all endpoints are connected always, and this preserves the uh, shape when you're dragging. If you want to, say, break loose an endpoint or a set of curves, if you just select them and hold your first mouse button down or the left mouse button and give your wrist a little shake, those curves will break away from the rest of the sketch. And once you break them away, you're free to position them other places in a sketch, copy and paste them in a new sketch, or copy them someplace else in the sketch you're in. So it's that's kind of a, a neat new function that, we, that we've embedded into the, the UI. So this new software really eases the entire design process and makes creating complex designs more straightforward. Yeah, absolutely. What we've done benefits pretty much uh, the entire scope of sketching, right? You know, whether you're making a small sketch, you know, you'll realize benefits there, especially when you want to go to edit it, and especially with large sketches as well. You know, I think, as I mentioned at the sort of the beginning of this, you know, we found users spend a ton of time editing their sketches, and that becomes more and more the case with the more complex sketches you get, right? You know, that just adds more and more friction points where you want to make an edit, and there are more and more, you know, sort of variables that can kind of go wrong you know, so to speak, when you're trying to make a change. And so really with uh, some of the new productivity tools that we've talked about, you won't run into those friction points now because you don't have to worry about, you know, over-constrained conditions or dimension conflicting issues. And so because of that now, I think probably with the larger sketches, you'd see maybe even more productivity gain than you would with, with the smaller sketches. So definitely, yeah. The other thing that allows for you know productivity gain for using large sketches is the solver isn't solving the entire sketch. It's only solving the uh, small area that you're working in. So instead of evaluating all the curves instantaneously when you select something to move or modify, it's working more in a localized region. And this, this benefits uh, productivity also. Is there a use case that you can share with our listeners? I think one of the... Uh, I'll say outstanding use cases that we have is something Jeff alluded to earlier, and that's importing of 2D geometry from other CAD systems. We have a couple videos out there on our uh, both our blog and on YouTube showing a brake disc rotor that's been uh, drilled and vented for cooling properties, and it was done in a different uh, CAD system. It's imported into NX using a DXF, format and then the curves are simply added to the new sketcher once they're in the new sketcher 
everything is recognized as being tangent, collinear, equal radius between you know all the vent holes and everything. So you can essentially modify maybe 50 of the vent holes with just one or two clicks because you pick one one circle that represents a, a vent and add a dimension to it. And when you're in edit mode, NX goes out and finds the other circles that are the same radius. You enter your you know the, your desired radius and all the other circles update along with the one that you have the dimension on. Um, that is an extremely useful and uh, widely used use case across many industries. And uh, the productivity gains um, above other sketchers out there is just phenomenal with that that workflow. Uh, we've also seen uh, customers just you know creating simple sketches, uh, how much faster they are, and how much quicker they get the, their job done with the new sketching environment. Let's talk about what's up next for sketch technology. What ideas are you working on? We have many, many ideas. You know, our pipeline is really long about uh, adding new functionality, new enhancements to the Sketcher. At this point right now, we're focused on getting customers switched over to the new Sketcher and getting them to be more productive than they were before. Uh, We've seen this go uh, well with some of our first time, you know, people that are, are switching over. As far as future enhancements, we're continuously looking for ways to improve the user interface to make it simpler and also add more functionality both to the solver and just you know normal sketching functionality that hasn't been seen before in the marketplace. What's the overall takeaway for customers in the market for sketch technology? What should they know? The number one thing that we'd want customers to take away is the productivity gains that you will get by using the new sketcher. You kind of have to unlearn what you've learned in the past about sketching and have some faith in the solver and let the solver do the work for you. Once you get comfortable with it, I think uh, customers will be really, really happy with this new way of sketching. They will realize you know, great benefits and time savings and the ability to get their designs done and communicate their intent much more quickly than, uh, than in the past. From my perspective, the only other thing you know to add on to what Mike was talking about is how much less effort the user now has to manually exert to make changes to their sketches. You know, you don't have to manually apply constraints anymore, right? Like Mike said, you know, have some faith in the sketcher here. You know that it it's going to recognize your design intent and maintain it, so you don't have to worry so much about doing all this manual labor yourself. And you're going to realize all the benefits in terms of time savings and and obviously the other bonus downstream impacts of that as a result of using the new sketcher. Before we wrap up today, can you talk about the user experience in terms of updating to the new software? How do you make that upgrade process easy for customers? We fully support all of customers' existing sketches. So NX is uh, is good like that. We, we don't ever throw away anything customers have done in the past. We always want to bring work and uh, older versions forward. You know, we support part files and assembly files back as far since, you know, the very first version of uh, Unigraphics before it became NX. So with that in mind, uh, we knew we couldn't do anything to disrupt customers' legacy sketches. So what we do is we have a very simple renew process where when you activate a sketch to modify that was created in a previous version, you're presented with 
simple UI that says, you know, would you like to renew this and use the new sketch environment for it? Users can, you know, simply pick yes and renew. And then NX converts the old sketch constraints to the new relations and solves the sketch with the new solver and away the user goes. So we have uh, literally hundreds of thousands of parts that we've tested through the renew process in our automated testing to make sure that it is bulletproof. And, you know, we're really happy with the results and we think customers will be too. That's not to say, you know, you won't see maybe, you know, one or two sketches that may have an issue because we can't account for every situation out there. But um, by and large, our sketch renew uh, is very good. And again, I think customers will be happy with the results when working with legacy sketches. That sounds like a pretty seamless process that I'm sure customers will appreciate, both in terms of ease and the productivity boost that comes along with it. Thanks so much, Mike and Jeff, for joining us today. It's been great learning more about the latest sketch technology innovations. Thanks to everyone out there for listening to today's episode. Join us next time for more discussions about design innovation and software application. I'm your host, Jennifer Piper, and this has been Next Generation Design. <laughs>